True Crime Girls contains content not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. But if you do, and you don't like that stuff, then you shouldn't listen. Welcome to True Crime Girls. Welcome back. Welcome back. So, I know last time, we're going to have different names this time, because last time we were, trying, <laughs> we were really trying to be funny. And find our identity. And, and find out who we truly were. And we found ourselves. And we found mm-hmm. ourselves. <laughs> um, so, actually, my name is Kylie. Not what was my name? Kyle. <laughs> Kyle. Kyle. The, um, I we chose Kyle because they call me Kyle a lot, so that actually might end up being a constant in here. Probably. Um, because I won't speak about myself in the third person. <laughs> 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 so um, that mine will probably be the only one that sticks. My real name is Janine, and I think the last episode was John. Yeah. Even though you, you like, sound like a John now. Even though now I sound like a John, my real or name like is Or like a sex phone operator. I know. My name is Sugar Welcome. Plumberry. Welcome back to True Crime Girl. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I would make so much money as ASMR right now. Right? Yeah. What? should do it. If I did like an ASMR video. What's that? It's like the ones where they go like this and then they do this. Oh, God. Yeah. That's, just, that's annoying. It's I would be super annoyed by that. It is anno- It's interesting, but it's annoying. There's this one where this girl's doing like she's rubbing her latex gloves together and chewing gum at the same time. Oh God, <laughs> it's That's the disgusting. chewing gum that bothers me. It sounds me. horrible. I know. So Janine chose John because of John Doe. Yes, which I love using John and Jane Doe anytime that I can. Yes, and and she will continue to be Janine because we call her Janine. That's my name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't remember what my name was last time. I don't Eli? Know was it Eli? I don't know. Oh, my, you know my name. I wrote it down. Oh, you did? Oh, look at you. Oregon is Aaron. Aaron. Yeah, my name is not Aaron. My name is Eileen. I'm going to be Eileen. I've been Eileen for 29 years. What? I'll continue to be Eileen until someone. Well, I was Kylie for. 28 years until y'all came into my life, <laughs> and now I'm Kyle to, True. like, everyone. Sorry, boo-boo. <clears throat> That'll never change now. You're no longer Kylie. We I just know. thought it would be really cool to be, like, anonymous, but, but then, then... We started to talk about it. And we knew we wouldn't stay anonymous for very long. <laughs> like, it would eventually come out. So it's coming out now. We're coming out. It's coming out. <laughs> it's happening. coming out. You're shit in the street. I want the world to know. Got to let it show. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. And cut. <laughs> yeah, that might not make it. Oh, it'll make it. <laughs> <laughs> we only have an hour. Okay. 
So um, the basis of this podcast that you're listening to right now is we just like to shoot the shit about true crime, basically. Um, we, at the moment, how it's kind of structured is we're, we're kind of picking topics that we've been interested in, that we've talked about in the past, and um, we do a small... And by small, I mean sometimes non-existent bit of research mm-hmm. um, <laughs> on the topic, and um, and and now we're going to talk about it. So we, we do our research, now we're going to coming together, and we're going to talk about it. Um, I, I believe we have some corrections from the last podcast, <laughs> and if you made it to this one, bless your heart. Thank you. We love you, and keep keep, keep going. It'll get better. I promise. Yeah. Did we say that last time? Yes. Yeah. It's a promise that we're going to keep, I swear. I think it's – now that – see, now that you know our real names, now that we're on a more personal level. It got real, real It quick. got real. We're, like, in a relationship now. Um, Change your basically. Facebook status in a relationship with and True we Crime we promise Girls. it'll never be complicated. No. Ever. 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 So um, what were our corrections, Eileen? Um, I <laughs> only remember one, even though there was, like, a lot – Probably should have listened um, before. <laughs> we did. Wait. The, <laughs> correction on the correction. We did listen, but it was a few weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> so, no. I, what I meant is like, yeah, just now just I should have listened. We should have listened. Um, I mistakenly quoted um, Charlie's Angels with balls to the wall, Natalie, <laughs> when it was actually balls out, Natalie. So um, Cameron Diaz, I apologize. Balls she, to the wall does sound that. so much cooler, though. Yeah. To be honest. I guess. Balls out, Natalie. Balls to the wall. Well, I think balls the joke, the, the joke the in that sounds... was balls out, Natalie, yeah. and you know, she's talking to a guy. So it's like true. In our, in the way we were using it, though, it made sense. It made sense. Oh, of course it did. Yeah, because we always make sense. We're <laughs> always right. I mean, we're yeah. women. <laughs> <laughs> we're girls. True crime. True crime. All right. I think that's the yeah. So that's the only correction that we have. We'll probably have a lot more. Um, each time, but that's okay. You know, that's what happens when you do like a Spark Notes version of true. <laughs> and this is like a normal conversation that we would have normally. Okay. Just now, other people are listening. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and to the point where, like yesterday, Eileen and I started to talk about what the topic that we're going to talk about at some point. Wow, that was very vague. We're <laughs> <laughs> eventually eventually we're gonna we have this topic in mind and we started to talk about it and we just had to stop ourselves because we're like, like we're literally wait. doing the podcast right now yeah <laughs> like so. she literally went to like five-year-old mode and stuck her fingers in her ears was like, and was like la 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 la, 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 la. la. i'm like yeah. grow the fuck up no no oh my goodness never grow up ever <laughs> Anyways, the topic today is necrophilia. <laughs> Woo! And this topic was chosen by Janine. Why did we choose this topic, Janine? Um, I don't really have a specific reason. I've just always been really curious about it and fascinated with it. Um, I guess like you are with anything that you don't personally partake in. Um, but this part of um, true crime was just always something that I was fascinated by. And it's weird as fuck. I think more recently, the way it came out and the way it popped into our heads is because of the story 
that you heard from Oh my your god, sister. that's right. But at the same time, okay, it was a story that that's was That's right. You oh, said your yeah. sister told you this, but then I saw an article about it on the Facebook and I realized that it's a common story. It's an urban legend. It's not I I can't I don't know if it's real, like if that exact story really happened, but I've heard it so many times since then from so many different people, so many articles whatever that I feel like it is like a myth. That exact situation. That is so true, and I completely forgot. And you're right. Tell that is what happened. So the story, long story short, this woman had, she was having some issues, so she went to the doctor, and they ran all these tests, and she ended up having some type of a STD, I guess you can call it, um, that is, or some type of disease or whatever that is only found in dead people. So they asked her if she had been around dead people or whatever. And she's like, no. And I guess her husband worked in a morgue or was around somehow dead bodies. And he was fucking dead bodies. So then he fucked her. Like you would, the moment that they said like, okay, you have an STD and it's only from dead bodies. Like you would know. Like I I feel like I would be like. I think oh. it like took her a minute to like yeah. think about to it. Believe so then that when that yeah. could happen. So then when I heard that story, I think where were we? Why were we together? Um we went to Why were we together? We hate um, each other. Korean barbecue. <laughs> oh, that's right. So we were driving and I was telling Eileen the story and then I was kind of like, that's so interesting. Like I would love to like look into it a little bit more. Um and then when we started getting ideas for <coughs> episodes and stuff, that's how that came up. That's right. That's right. That was a good story. I remember you texting us about it. Yeah. And just like I think I read it at work and I like freaked out in my cubicle alone. Yeah, because you hear about stories like that, but it's never like mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that close. So when my sister told me, I was like, Oh my god. Insane. In the membrane. Insane in the brain. This is just... I can't with you. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. So um, where do we where do we jump in here? <laughs> so what is necrophilia? For those that are like, I'm just going to turn this on and, and figure out what we're what we're getting into. What is necrophilia? Um, well, the Wikipedia According definition to the wiki. says. It's a sexual attraction or sexual act involving corpses. I understand the whole necrophilia, dead body thing. Um, Men who ask, or I'm not just men, but people who ask their partners to play dead turns into, well, how does it go from, to what extent um, does it, is it considered necrophilia? If it's like you're you're imitating yeah. a dead body. Does or, that is that, that still is considered so necrophilia? Weird. Yeah. I think like, that's or, a whole nother fetish though. Yeah, or like you were mentioning <clears throat> the doll. Even the dolls. The yeah. doll. So the doll is it still considered necrophilia, first of all, to pretend like to play dead? And then if it, if that is, then is it considered necrophilia for those men who have not like a blow up doll, but like a legit lifelike like those sex silicone dolls. sex doll mm-hmm. is that considered a form of necrophilia i mean i think that that's almost like uncharted waters because i think 
because the dolls, I mean, they're not new, like, necessarily, but, like, in terms of how long necrophilia has been going on, yeah. I feel like it's fairly new to have those in existence. So... I feel like that's a whole nother philia in and of itself, to be honest. Oh, it is. Well, it's, I think it's almost like it's transitioned. It's a different that. culture yeah. entirely. They yeah. have, like, the furries, okay? That's not bestiality. No judgment, by the way. No, if not at all. Furry that's it up, Okay, furry it up. then you know what? I think, it's just, <laughs> I think it's the same, like, type of comparison, furries to bestiality. Because furries is a different... A, it's a culture in and of itself. It's mm-hmm. they have conventions it's a and yeah. yeah, and I that is crazy. I think it's I. I mean, <laughs> I wish I could be a fly on that wall. Do you though? But I think for them, <laughs> <laughs> like a, a furry fly, not do you though? <laughs> like one of those hairy flies, like the big horse flies. Not in I the bedroom be at horse, the convention. I wish I could be a horse fly on that wall. <laughs> no, I think, I mean, I, I I don't know much about the furry, and to go like on a side tangent, I don't know much about the furry community, but I do get the um, anonymity of it. You're in this suit. Right. Nobody knows, who's you, who's, nobody knows who you are. Right. So you can basically do whatever the fuck you want. Mm, like fuck the latex the fuck you man want. in American Horror Story. You said oh. that like way too excited. Because I was just wasn't that just tape? Like, huh? It wasn't that just tape. Spoiler alert! Sorry, everybody. No, I. I'm just thinking about Zachary Quinto. That's why I I got really excited. Let's be honest. (laughs) This is where our thoughts are actually going. Back to the necrophilia. (laughs) I just, I was just wondering at one point, does it, does, does it's blurred lines? Because necrophilia is obviously dead people, but then plain dead. And something that was never alive but still resembles mm-hmm. a human body. And that brings up to the point, because when I was doing my research, the majority of people who partake in necrophilia do it because of their desire to possess a non-resisting and non-rejecting partner. So in essence, the reasons why someone would get a doll or want same. someone to act dead is the same as those who have been committing necrophilia. So, I mean, what would be an interesting question would be is if, since these dolls came into existence, if that's almost um, lowered the amount of cases involving necrophilia because they now can get this somewhere else without having to do something illegal and, or it's not illegal everywhere, but. That's uh, right. Yeah. There's still like seven states yeah. that are. It's so so well, you either act, move. Actually. <laughs> did you find us a more recent one? What? Statistic? Of if it's legal or not? Well, yes, I did find. Oh, my God. Well, federal. There it, are no laws explicitly outlawing right. necrophilia. Isn't like crimes against nature or whatever? Yes. So there's indecent treatment of a corpse. Disorderly conduct and indecent exposure are the most commonly charged crimes charged on a person who creates, who, who commits um, necrophilic, necrophilic acts. Yeah. Whatever. Um, but there is no actual, like, I wonder why. Well, and I found that there is no federal legislation specifically barring sex with a corpse. Yeah. And it depends on the state that you're in as to whether it's a misdemeanor or a felony or even an issue at all. It's a felony in California. Yeah. Um, I found that there are two 
Well, there are different types of necrophiliacs. The most two common ones are like the serial killer murderers who, mm-hmm. you know, or the um, just morgue workers that are just bored and have nothing else to do. I read that it's very prevalent in the funeral business. Yeah, that, that way you want to get lot. into it. No. <laughs> <laughs> are you trying? Um, is, this, is this a hint, confession? Hint. Oh my god! Yeah, and then this was my idea for the episode. Yeah, it's all you, girl. I did find <laughs> one case of a female uh-huh. uh, morgue worker, which most of them that I looked at serial killers and morgue workers just in general um, were majority male. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is majority male. I did find one female who was, it was recently, um, her name is Jennifer Burroughs from Kansas City, Missouri, um, 26-year-old pathologist, assistant pathologist, um, was, it was reported that she sexually abused 60 or more bodies, ages ranging from 17 to 71. What the fuck? That's a palindrome. That's weird. Because- 1771. <laughs> Ooh, I wonder if she did it on purpose. I'm so sure. Um, <laughs> let me fuck a 17-year-old and a 71-year-old, and that way it'll be a palindrome. And then at least it would be between. something a little bit impressive. Yeah, about that would be really the cool. most shocking part of her story, as if that was that wasn't that enough. Was um, she did become pregnant and give birth to a baby boy from a dead body. From a dead body. Stop. So they Stop, found that's out. A thing. They found out that. I guess, okay, the police opened up an investigation in October of 2015 after being informed of sexual assaults on bodies at that morgue. So they went ahead and they, like, did all their investigation, whatever, and they found out she was pregnant. Well, when she gave birth, they had enough um, evidence against her to order a paternity test, and when they did, they revealed the baby's father was a man who died in a car accident in March of 2015. And it was a guy who had was just passing through, got in a car accident, died, went there. She was supposed to do the autopsy uh-huh. on him, basically boned him and was well, she impregnated. Wasn't supposed to bone him. No. <laughs> she was supposed to she was supposed the to, autopsy. Yeah, no. How? And so I don't know. So then she was Science. it was late March twenty fifteen and gave birth <laughs> gave birth January seventh, twenty sixteen. And when they did the paternity, they Found out it was that guy's baby. Um, that right is insane. She was charged with. Oh man, I forgot the amount. There was a lot of charges, like 105 counts. Don't tell my mom that you can get pregnant from a dead body. <laughs> she will tell me to go to a morgue. Oh my god! <laughs> my god. You know my mom. Regret. So with She'd her, be like, remember the whole bar thing? Yeah, just go to a morgue. <laughs> the no, they, they definitely include, won't be in the kid's just life. Pre- just go, <laughs> go to the morgue and pretend to be dead. Yeah. <gasps> um, the, her charges are the ones where I found out that um, there's no laws explicitly outlawing necrophilia. She has, I think it's like a hundred and something charges of indecent treatment of a corpse, disorderly conduct, indecent exposure, and possession of illegal drugs. What is that? She was oh, fucking crazy. So she can't even have the baby. No, she probably won't keep it. I mean, oh, <laughs> the lady who fucked no the corpse mom, can't no have mom the baby. No dad. You know what though? Honestly, out of that situation, I hope that. Like that person who got in the car accident was like, I don't, I don't even know. It was like married or something, and like now. Oh, they, and, and then it goes to yeah. like his wife. Like I'm gonna think of a super romantic story that you know they they didn't have children, 
and he died in the car accident, and now she has a piece of him. That's it says, where I'm going. It says she's facing a total of 158 charges. Okay. For all of them? For all of them. For everything. That is crazy. Where is this? That is? This was in Kansas City, Missouri, and there was two uh, psychologists that were interviewed, <laughs> and one said that they believe she was suffering from psychosis and had at least partially lost contact with reality. And I'm taking this exact word for word from an article that I'm reading because I don't want to mess up, whatever. Um, Plagiarism is what we do. I mean, if I like... It's fine. I'm not judging you. If I notate it, I mean, it's just like, you know... You should see my notes. Quoting. It's just um, copy and paste. Copy there's and paste. another one. Psychologist <laughs> said that... Wait, she, so they're saying she was... She was like in a state of psychosis, psychosis okay. the entire time. One said yes, or, that she had at least partially lost contact with reality, so she was living in this dream world. Whatever. Someone, another psychologist said that she was a compulsive necrophiliac, and that her choice of profession was inspired by her sexual deviation in the first place. Hmm. Um, I would think that. She's okay. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm, Want to share the joke? With no, us? I'm looking at my phone and I I've got a comment on my Instagram uh, from. Um, Don't they know they're not supposed to do that right now? Just said L W got your back. Leisure wear got your back. Oh, oh shut up! <laughs> Shout the heck out to leisure wear. It's loungewear. Loungewear. <laughs> Whatever, it just says LW got your back, girls. No one, there will be a small percentage of people listening who will understand that. Loungewear will be a thing. Don't feel left out. Sometimes. Yeah, we'll tell you the story about loungewear. It'll happen. Look forward to it in the future. But yes, back to Jennifer Burroughs, real quick. Regardless of where your stance is, you are, I believe that you cannot be completely coherent if you are a necrophiliac. That is not. It's not like you have to have some form of psychosis. There's something wrong with you. There's there's something wrong with you. You cannot. Except, well, no, because, okay. But what if that's just your thing? (laughs) (laughs) It's not like you cannot be. It can't be your thing. How is that a thing? I guess if someone asks, like, can you take a dump on my chest? Like, there's something fucking wrong with you for you to like that. That's true. And the other and that's I was, a thing, Kyle. That's a oh, thing. I know it's a thing. Okay. No, yeah, that is I'm not so surprised. A thing. It's the, the people get off on people throwing up. It's a there's Ooh, thing. That's and disgusting. see, my like, and that's where my curiosity is still not satisfied. It's like, where did that click? Like, well, I don't oh. want to be reporting on you being a necrophiliac. Okay, I don't want your fascination to take you there. Like, no, I want to know this like when, <laughs> like when did that like like light bulb go off like oh this is what i like i want to fuck a dead thing. person well i mean how did you get into your sexual perversions not saying that you have sexual let's, perversions let's but like this. how did you I know guess. that you liked what you no, liked my that's trial and error or things that happened on accident how do you accidentally fuck did a corpse no but like, <laughs> over and over again but you know what i guess i guess like everything else that we had said before like it like the rejection might drive somebody to think like Oh, this is the only other this choice person I have. isn't yeah. gonna say no. Yeah, I just w- don't want to be rejected again, and this person won't say no. Yeah. That's why. I'm, that's why I'm thinking potentially that the dolls have helped that situation, and hopefully those poor people have like an outlet somewhere else other than mutilating dead bodies. 
But also another Maybe reason. That's why flashlights so prevalent. Yeah. Another reason that I found, which is like sad, is um, that twenty one percent do it for reunions with a romantic partner. So when a romantic partner passes away, Aww. they um, they will have that moment again with them. So I feel like, and I feel like that's like a form of depression. Like if we're getting yeah. into like yeah. each one has, like so that's like a different one. Like grief. yeah. So, and that's the only one when I was going through this where I was like, oh, okay. Like, but I mean, that's a thing that would, if, if any of it made sense, that made the most sense. See, that so doesn't make sense one. to me because it's like how that's. It still doesn't make sense. It's not it the same person. So it's like. Yeah. Well, that's, that's why there, there still is something wrong in the spectrum, but yeah. it's like a different form. I don't know if it would be considered a psychosis at that point as opposed to no, it would like be a, a psych- depression yeah. or, yeah. or like a, a depressive stage state. or something. Um, and then let's see. The other ones that I had, 15% was sexual attraction to corpses. Um, so it's like just get your girlfriend some gray makeup. I don't understand. You know, There's so many things. These days. I'm wearing gray lipstick right now. Oh, God. You're halfway there. there. Hey. Hey, guys. My bedroom's or, upstairs, babe. <laughs> Two good. things. One, this window's open. Someone's barbecuing. It smells bomb. Yeah. Two, I'm thinking about my neighbors. Like, what if they're listening to our conversation? My neighbor's a cop. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, neighbor, this is a podcast. You can relax. Just like, I hope He's going to no come one... over and be like, is there something you want to tell me? I'm going to be like, no. Yeah, listen to True Crime Girls. <laughs> Just it's like amazing. we were saying, I hope nobody Do you want to be our, a guest? Our notebooks. <laughs> like, Do you have any, um, you know, first Do you have any stories? Yeah. He does have stories. Well, that then come on over. Be... No. Come on over. I don't know what's come on that Come on over. Is that Baby. Yeah. There we go. Who okay, is that? Christina Aguilera. Is that, yeah, that is yep. Christina Aguilera. Yep. Okay. Uh, and then the yeah. other one, another 15% was comfort and or overcoming feelings of isolation. So I feel like that relates to the first one of like a non-rejecting partner. So you've been rejected, 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 and you feel isolated. So... And that can you get like human connection with yeah. this thing that used to be a human. I was gonna say that may not even be like sexual. Like it's probably just like Emotional. companionship, yeah. And then the last one I had was seeking self-esteem by expressing power over a homicide victim, and that was twelve percent. So I mean, at least a homicide victim one is the least amount of necrophilia, which actually surprised me. I think um, that. Most of them, it was just, like, <coughs> rejection and loneliness that brought them to do this, as opposed to the homicide and, and wanting to have control over people. Because well, normally it's before. Yeah. So it's that's, like a rape yeah. while they're still alive. Like rape, murder. And then, so, Eileen, you were saying about the 10-tier classifications of necrophilia. Um, do you have those two, Eileen? Eileen? Eileen, Janine. <laughs> like, who are you talking to? I don't to? even know who I'm talking to. Janine was I was watching you them. scroll, and I, like, got, like, hypnotized. <laughs> I was like, all these words. <laughs> um, yes. So, as if the... Yes, yeah. As if... Um, I, and I had no idea until we, like, really started looking into this that there were actually ten classifications of necrophilia, um, so I'll go through them quickly. Number one is role players. And this is, I think, what Eileen was talking about. People who get aroused from pretending their life partner is dead during so sexual activity. There you go. There you go. Yes, it is. Questions answered. 
Number two, romantic necrophiliacs, bereaved people who remain attached to their dead body, to their dead lover's body, which is what you were saying. Necrophilic fantasizers, people who people who fantasize about necrophilia but never actually have sex with the corpse. Tactile necrophiliacs, people who are aroused by touching or stroking a corpse without engaging in intercourse. Fetishistic necrophiliacs, people who remove objects um, such as panties or a tampon (laughs) or body parts like a finger or genitalia from a corpse for for sexual purposes uh, without engaging in intercourse. I can't even pronounce this. Necromutilomaniacs. Thank you. People who derive pleasure from mutilating a corpse while masturbating without engaging in intercourse. That's probably the weirdest one to me. Opportunistic necrophiliacs. People who normally have no interest in necrophilia but take the opportunity when it arises. Eh, you only live once. Eh. And then regular (laughs) necrophiliacs because the other ones were not. Wait. Go back to the one where you said without the okay the weird sounding one. Necromutilomania. Okay, and what is that one? People who derive pleasure from mutilating a corpse while masturbating, without engaging in intercourse. Okay, I have a put a pin in that one. Okay. Um, regular necrophiliacs, people who prefer preferentially have intercourse with the dead, so that's just what they prefer. Um, Homicidal necrophiliacs, people who commit murder in order to have sex with the dead. And exclusive necrophiliacs, people who have an exclusive interest in sex with the dead and cannot perform at all for living partners. Now, see, my mom says that I am super picky with my partners, but that's way more (laughs) That is... Uh, that's an exclusive you know, type of picture. Yeah, I think like there's no speed dating. There's no app for that. No, I think <laughs> that one. That's a lot like very psychological. Uh-huh. Where yeah, absolutely. you're afraid. That's like fear of rejection to like the highest degree mm-hmm. because you don't have to worry about that with a corpse. So yeah. you're gonna you can't perform for someone you think is gonna judge you for not being able to perform. That is crazy. Now here's an interesting fact that I found in my research that. Um, necrophilia has been observed in other animals as well. Yeah. So that it's it, that that begs the question as to whether this is since we are animals, if it is a normal thing, or if it's still abnormal, or and those animals that are performing that um, in if the wild, if that's if, that's, if that they're they if too. they're the same, like if it's this, it begs the question though because mm-hmm. I saw it like they said lizards and snakes and. Even just mammals do it. Like, so it's a thing. Um, That's, I think, the craziest part, too, though, is that it extends, it's not just us. Yeah. So it's a animalistic. Yeah. But at the same time, it begs the question of, as being humans and having being smarter than that and knowing that certain things are wrong or is that social right. behavior? But is that social I think telling us that it's wrong? Because yeah. generally intercourse and sex in general is to procreate. Yeah. 
That's what it's in, it, it's for. Sub- yeah, yeah, basically that's what it's. And then it just so happens to be fun. Yes. So those <laughs> who decide they don't want to procreate, they can still do it. In the animal kingdom, there are animals that still do have uh-huh. sex for fun. Uh-huh. 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 Um, the ones that do, do you know anything about? Like, did you do any research on that at all? Like the animals? The animals? Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I just wrote it down. I just has that has been observed in other animals. It, if I remember, it's it's a lot of reptiles more than mm-hmm. anything. Okay, yeah. so that's what I would want to know is like about um, is it they don't do obviously they don't do it for pleasure, so they would do it maybe not realizing it seemed what like it was. was well, and it seemed more as a dominating factor, exactly like they didn't yeah. even realize that they were dead. dead. Yeah, um, that they did it. They, they would have done it if they were alive anyways to dominate that animal, and it just so happened that that animal was dead. I think the fact that the, that humans do it, and we have so many different versions of it. That it makes it. That it makes it, it, yeah, it's it's less yeah. of a animalistic impulse as it is um, perversion, and that's what sets us apart from, like, we know better. We know that they're dead. Why the fuck are we doing it? Well, and I mean, because it's so fun. <laughs> With the um, and in the history that I was reading, that in some of like the Egyptian hieroglyphs and stuff, that it looked like it, like intercourse with corpses was practiced to communicate with the dead. They believed that that was a way to spiritually connect with them. Yeah. Also, it says that um, Egyptians left deceased beautiful women to decay three or four days before giving the, to the embalmer to discourage intercourse. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it was known even back then that guys can't keep their keep it in their pants. That's what Dixon. I wrote. Yeah. That's, <laughs> they can't. So it's, it's, it's a long time running thing that they're like, she's pretty. I'm going to do fucking loser. So I did some research on um, criminals that killed women or men or whatever and had sex with the bodies. Um, Five of the most popular ones were Jeffrey Dahmer, Ted Bundy. Um, I don't know how to pronounce this, but it's Sergei Thatch. Sergei, probably. Sergei, but it's S-E-R-H-I-Y. Last name is T-K-A-C-H. Um, Edmund Kemper and Dennis Nielsen. Now the pin and the board for that weird long neck or whatever. Yeah, the M word. That one. Um, Dennis Nielsen from the United Kingdom had 12 to 15 victims. He was active from 1978 to 1983. Um, He had two. In the UK, you said? Uh Uh-huh. In the UK? Yeah. Um, He was known as the Muswell Hill murderer and the kindly killer. Aw. The kindly killer because. So kind. The kindly killer because he believed his method of murder was the most humane way to kill someone. Which and what was that's, that? Huh? And what was that? That was <laughs> funny. You should ask. Um, he would strangle his victims, oh. and oh, those totally. who would he would just strangle on to like unconsciousness. He would then drown them. Oh, totally t- humane. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. And then after killing them, he would bathe and dress the bodies. And then he'd keep them for expended, extended periods of time before dissecting them and then burning them in a bonfire or a trash can, whatever. Um, a whole new meaning to these things. <laughs> they called him the British Jeffrey Dahmer. And then the reason why I would go back, I put a pin in it, is because 
He admitted to masturbating to the naked bodies and engage in sexual acts with them, but would never actually penetrate them. Okay, so like he would oh. somehow perform like mutual he masturbation. He is, ma- he is a man. He is yeah. chivalrous. See, so kind. That that is very kind. That's why he's a kindly killer. Kindly. Um. So That's that that one, all the other ones, they would um suffocate and rape or, um. Oh, I got my names mixed up. No, yeah, that was Dennis Nielsen. Sorry, I'm confusing myself. Um, all the other ones, they seem to have just killed and then had sex with them for whatever reason. He was Jeffrey the Dahmer just wanted a lover. That's it. I had another. <laughs> <laughs> He's so cute too. Jeffrey Dahmer was. He's no. a doll. No, no, no. I'm thinking of Ted Bundy. Yeah, Ted Bundy was a hottie. He's another Ted one. Bundy. Your gold bug. <laughs> <laughs> I will help you with your boat. Um, that doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> she hates it. <laughs> I'm done with you guys. Um, I will note that the Sergei guy, Edmund Kemper, and Dennis Nielsen are all still alive. <gasps> yes, are they, they are. Jail? They're in prison. Okay, that's good. Um, well, you never know. Edmund Kemper, yeah. He's bad. he was. Uh, diagnosed as a paranoid schizophrenic at 15 years old and committed to a hospital, released when he was 21 after convincing them that he was fine. He Which killed, they do so much. Oh, yeah. And then he killed his grandparents from his dad's side, and then he killed his mother and her best friend. He targeted young female hitchhikers. He would murder them. He would lure them to his car, murder them wherever he was, and then take them back to take their bodies back to his house where he'd have sex with them, and then he would cut off their heads and keep the heads of his victims for days before throwing them away. But while he had them, he would perform what is called irumatio, which is basically oral rape to a severed head. Oh. Yeah, and that was his thing. I was wondering if he would put it, like, through the head. Yeah, see, it just says, oh, you know, ooh, like up, ooh, ooh, like through the throat. Yeah, that would seem Perhaps. so much more <laughs> satisfying because it'd be squishier. No teeth. No teeth, exactly. That's exactly where I was going I mean, with I that. I don't know. Maybe he would do it upside down and that way, like, or you just like hit him, so like, no biting. No biting. <gasps> yeah, that'd, that'd be, be cool. Weird. <laughs> I'm like, that'd be cool. That assumes <laughs> that it was that big. True. Well, I mean, it doesn't really matter how big it is. You can shove it as far back as you want. It's not like she's going to resist. Yeah, but eventually the teeth are going to go into, like, Mm -hmm. your groin. What if he took the teeth out? Well, it didn't Mm. say that. Well, I know, but you don't know what he did. You don't Um, know his life? He dissect (laughs) the bodies to dispose of them. Um, For the most part, all the ones that I've read, they've done pretty much the same shit. Kill them. Fuck them. Same shit, different day. Yeah. Um... Sergey was Russia, Dennis, United Kingdom, Edmund, the States. So no matter where you are, there are people doing the same fucked up shit to dead bodies. So find one near you. <laughs> Call now. <laughs> but wait, find one in your area. There's more. Oh, yeah. There are hot singles in your area looking to <laughs> murder and defile your body. Hooray. <laughs> Click now. <laughs> Type in your zip code. Oh my God! Can you imagine? You know what, though, there probably is like a like thing. a farmer's well, there only was, for necrophiles. Okay. <laughs> there was a uh, oh fuck! I wish I did research on it. 
there was a guy who went online and asked if anybody wanted to be murdered. And so somebody responded I to him about and that. he did. And what they did was they cut off his dick first and they tried eating it. And then uh-huh. the they guy ate it together. Yeah. Right? And then yeah. the guy killed him and uh-huh. ate the rest of his body. Uh-huh. Wait. What? Yeah. Okay. It was like <laughs> a tale of cannibalism. One guy posted on Craigslist or some thing like that, yeah. some message board and said, is there anybody who's willing to be murdered mm-hmm. and eaten? Mm-hmm. And one guy replied, some college kid replied, and so they sat there, and first they cut off the kid's dick, cooked it, and tried eating it. But then the together. kid was together, like, together. Yeah, like as a romantic The kid was take. in like way too much pain, so he said basically just end it now. The guy killed him, chopped him up, ate some more of his body, and then that was the end of it. And they found him, I guess, because the message thread was public. Oh, Genius. Yeah. my God. But that's for another thing, because I want to do an episode on cannibalism. All right. Oh, that poor uh, kid. He more to come. so sad. Yeah. More to come. Um, I have in my notes that the phrase of necrophilia was coined in 1850 by a Belgian physician, Joseph Guislain. Yep. And actually, I got I got like lamely excited about this because I I'm part Belgian. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, Belgium, get it. Um, so oh and um, so that he was he coined that phrase on the man that I'm going to talk about. Um, but even after he coined that phrase, um, it didn't even become popular until about a decade later, until more began to study it. Um, so. <laughs> scared the shit out of me. <laughs> um, so um, I have, so the person that I'm doing was his case of Francois Bertrand. So he's known as the vampire of Montparnasse. Parnasse. It, there's a lot of French words in this, and I took Spanish in high school. So because <laughs> you you're Mexican. Because I'm Mexican and Belgian. <laughs> um, so Francois was born in 1823 in France. Um, as a young boy, he began dissecting dead cats and dogs, like most do. Um, he began his necrophilic impulses around 1846 um, when he was about 23 years old. So, you know, he was he had just had his wild 21 times, even though it's like 18, I think, and back then it didn't really matter. But so basically, he was young, dumb, and full of cum. yeah. Actually, I think, I think back then that wasn't very young, no, right? That was like By middle age, like probably. Um. So, these impulses, when they started, they were accompanied by headaches and heart palpitations. So he started to get like headaches. So it sounds a little but bit like anxiety. Huh? Like he felt this coming on, and he needed to cure it by. Uh-huh. So he get really so it sounds like he just suffered from migraines and anxiety and just needed some good meds and he would have been fine, but (laughs) but then that wasn't a thing. So instead, he decided to cure himself by exhuming corpses of men and women. Um, So he explained. Make that leap. (laughs) You know, like that's what I'm saying. Like that's it. That's the one. What is that like? He, well, I think point. obviously he's had issues since he was younger. Yeah. So obviously this would be a, an issue of further exploration into 
hit the psychology of this. But um, when he was caught, um, this is his words. So he explained sex with the corpse of a 16-year-old girl. And he says, I covered it with kisses and pressed it wildly to my heart. All that one could enjoy with a living woman is nothing in comparison with the pleasure I experienced. After I had enjoyed it for about a quarter of an hour, not bad. <laughs> that's, that's 15 minutes. It was a joke. I leaned. <laughs> like that's, no, not for you. Like for him, that's 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. That's sad. Yeah. Um, I cut the body up as usual. Because, as you do. Um, What else would you do? And tore out the entrails. Then I buried the cadaver again. Entrails. Entrails. Um, So that was word for word from him. But he said it in French. I much prefer live women because they're a little... Lively? (laughs) I mean... A little livelier? (laughs) If I... uh, I don't know. You don't know? You're not sure? No, Whether you prefer I don't life or dead sure women. I love life women. No, no, no. Like women. I just, I don't know. Like, I just don't know. See, to me, I this is personally, if I'm gonna love someone and I want them to love me back, I want to be able to be like hugged and touched and kissed. I don't want to be like hugging and touching someone that can't be hugged and touched because then that's my re- that's hugging rejection to me. And touching. Yeah. <laughs> so it's don't. That's what came to my head. Like, to, I get they're trying to avoid rejection, uh-huh. but if I was with a woman and she wasn't touching me or a man, whatever, and he wasn't touching me, that's it's the sign. The that's same. rejection right there. Yeah. So I'm not, that's, yeah. Yeah. I want to be reciprocated. Yeah. Well, that's what makes me more normal than Frank Law. Yeah, I guess. You're welcome. Eh. Congratulations. I'm not Here's like your Frank certificate. Well. <laughs> um, Bitch. So between summer 1848 and March 1849, a series of bodies were exhumed and found severely mutilated in cemetery in the cemeteries of Paris, so just across Paris. Um, and so on March 15, 1849, Bertrand admitted himself to a hospital with gun wounds. Um, a grave digger at one of the cemeteries overheard the news about Bertrand's death and realized that he must be the same person hit by his colleague's booby trap. Um, a different source states that Bertrand was wounded by a police bullet at the cemetery. So it's either a booby trap or like or a bullet. policeman who got called. Um, um, one of the Bertrand's surgeons obtained a full confession, and Bertrand was arrested and sentenced to one year in jail. That's it. Um, that's it. Um, and so in his later life, he worked as a clerk, a mailman, and a lighthouse keeper. He died on February 25th. 1878. Jesus Christ. February 25th. February 25th. Three days too late. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you could have had something on your birthday, but he just had to <gasps> fuck it up. I know. Ruined it. Couldn't have died three days So early. that fuck is it. the vampire of Montmartre. Oh, fuck you. So that, that, that was the one that I found was interesting just because it was kind of the one that started it all. I hope vampire yeah, is the very phrase. near and dear to my heart. So I like him. Who? Who? I said I hold vampires very near and dear oh. to my heart. So I like him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, I saw a shadow. So yeah, I was like, who the fuck are you looking at? She's my looking house at Francois. He's over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. I'm just gonna say it was a shadow, but. So that 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 was mine. That kind of stood out to me. 
the Belgian thing. I just I like felt waffles. Very, I felt very and chocolate <gasps> and beer. Yeah. And fucking dead bodies. <laughs> waffles, no, beers, hungry. and dead bodies. Yes, please. No Party. Um so when I was telling Eileen about that story with my sister, um, I just remember thinking not like, like personally her sister, like the story her sister heard <laughs> yeah. that we um, talked about earlier. My, like my one thing is like, what is the draw? Like aside from not like wanting a, re- a non-resisting partner, aside from like you've been so rejected all this time, like you do have to get past the fact that you're like fucking a dead body. Um, yeah. So just with everything that I read, the only person that really stood out was this girl called or named Karen Greenlee um, and this happened in 1979 she was a um, she was a mortician or like a mortician's assistant or something like that and she was 23 years old um, she stole a hearse from the funeral home that she was working at which is in Sacramento so it's here in California shout out hey. mm-hmm um, and in the hearse was a dead man who was 33 years old. He had been dead for a week. Um, and she just took him out on a rendezvous. And she had, I think, initially planned on killing herself. Um, when they found her four days later, they found her all fucking drugged up on, like, Tylenol. What was that? <laughs> the lights just flickered. <laughs> Okay. Let's that hurry this up weird. and go to dinner so I can leave. <laughs> <laughs> she was um sorry, drugged up on Tylenol too. and codeine and she had written uh like a suicide note. So she was attempting to commit suicide and she failed. Um but one of the things that interested me the most about her was that she in an interview, oh you know what? I have I sorted, I cited my sources. Oh, I thought um, we said we weren't going to do that. Well, only because it actually no bibliographies, no we're excited. Um, in an interview with Jim Morton, she um, admits to like being attracted to the smell and the feel and just the aura of a dead body. Oh, there's an aura. Yeah, Isn't an aura like specifically related to a soul. Yes. Okay. Um, I've seen, uh, almost famous, and she's like, Your aura, Your aura. is purple. <laughs> Best. I want to um, watch that now. But so, yeah, so, and then that was one of the things that was like, Okay, so she's saying, like, this is something that she's attracted to. And that almost satisfied my curiosity, but not really. Um, but she never killed anybody. She, I believe, was found to be, um, guilty or whatever of up to 40 are like violating up to 40 men and she had a type she liked young men in her in their 20s Mm, um yeah (laughs) but one of the um from that same interview with jim morton one of her quotes was people have this misconception that there has to be penetration for sexual gratification which is bull the most sensitive part of a woman is the front area anyway, and that's what needs to be stimulated. Besides, there are different aspects of sexual expression, touchy-feely, 69, even holding hands. The body is just laying there, but it has what it takes to make me happy. 
the cold, the aura of death, the smell of death, the funeral surroundings, it all contributes. Ooh. So she was just like <laughs> in it. Like that's just what she likes. Yeah. Touchy feely. And I don't being, think I'm ever going to like think about that. It just, it almost reminds me of like a pedophile that decides to be a teacher. Like it's yeah. so easy, you know, like it's, it's so accessible. And that's, that's like so know. weird. Yeah. And so it's just somebody that is a natural, (laughs) yeah, like just a natural born necrophiliac is just, oh, let me just go into the funeral business. So she was my person. I did, as you were saying that I was listening, but I also clarified (laughs) the question of um, can a dead body ejaculate? And the answer is yes. I mean... Oh. <laughs> is it the same way they like like um they move and like air after. comes out of them and they twitch and they get boners? Um it's it's different. It can there's like um okay, this sorry. Cuz it's just like the muscle memory and stuff, No, right? not no. Necessarily. There are <laughs> no. no. Okay. There are devices created for like to create stimulation because your body can't be like it's not stroking it's not going to do anything because that's okay different um they the device it's called device it's like an electrical for this like or for other things kind of um it says they're modifications of devices made to force livestock to ejaculate and work by passing electrical current oh, through the okay. prostate causing reflexive ejaculation okay. without orgasm okay i thought it was made specifically Me for too. necrophiliacs. No, and I was no, no, like, no, 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 no. Okay. No, no, no. This is like just, uh, so they do have conventions. <laughs> no. This is just like in general for whatever okay, other Okay, that makes reason. more sense. Still um, not great. That's really sad. You think that's what she used? I don't know. That would mean that she like wanted them to ejaculate. That's great. Okay. But then that's like I feel like this is a whole nother conversation. You can harvest sperm from a dead male, which is usually done right away, but that's more in the event of an untimely death and the wife still wanted to have kids and like everybody was okay with it. But I mean from the point I mean I just have I have more questions now. Yeah, I know. Than I did before. I want to find out um, how that girl got pregnant and how. And that's legit. Like, that's real. Yeah. It's a real story. Yeah, it's a real story. And I, I want to do more research on it and touch back to it because it was something very last minute that I found. Um, but I do want to find out and confirm everything that happened because I don't know. You probably have an episode where we, like, kind of touch back on the yeah, I want to do that, and I want to yeah. find out how exactly it was possible for her to get pregnant by his. I mean, it could have. In my head, I'm thinking maybe it was just she did it so recent. Well, like, no, no, <laughs> sorry, no. professional. She basically did it so soon after that him dying that it was its... yeah that maybe that's how it worked. I don't know. I am not a professional, but still I will had find its out. Working order. Yes. So I want to find out. Um, You're not a professional. We're not professionals? Ugh. I thought I was a professional. Why am I here? So, any last-minute thoughts on necrophilia? Anything else that we want to talk about about it? 
Any I'm other just peeps? really happy we did this episode or like that we talked about this. Because mm-hmm. it I was mean, interesting. It would have been a conversation regardless. It totally would have. <laughs> and it has. And I have been like dying to talk ever since I started a new research on it. I've been dying to talk about it because it is so like interesting and i don't think that there's like an end to like the questions that we can ask absolutely not or like areas of it that Uh we could like stop finding or like okay we know everything i mean i spent so much time in starbucks with my laptop searching necrophilia and i and i faced a wall so no one saw my computer That would have been so weird. You faced the wall or you had your back to the I wall? I mean, I had my back to the wall. I faced the wall. I, I, had, I was in the corner. <laughs> I did <laughs> just <laughs> find something on Snopes that totally just fucked up this entire episode. Really? Yeah. The story that I told you about Jennifer Burroughs is totally not real. Shut the fuck up. Where the fuck? I just, fuck it up. It's Wait. on Snopes right now. It says it's false. That it was a, It's from a satire website. I didn't find it on the satire website. I found it on something else, which I thought was credible. Obviously not. But that still it's begs still a the good question. Story. Yeah, and it still begs the question: <laughs> Can that happen? Not only that, but well, yeah, can that happen? Um, with the fact that they're you, they can't ejaculate, obviously, oh, so there has weird. to be like something that happens. has like rumors and stories and stuff come from somewhere. Yeah, yeah, that's come true. from somewhere. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't catch I can that take one. My leave. Useless. Sorry. Right. So no, no, it's fine. That's good. That's it was still a good story. Damn. I know. I still have a lot of questions. I still have questions. <laughs> it doesn't matter whether it's real or not. I am going to come back to that. I'm going to do more research on um, this. Whole... I'm sure that has happened, though. It has to have. Like, that can't. Actually, that this will play into our next one. If this is a Snope and it might be considered oh, yeah. an urban, urban legend. legend. Yes. So I guess we can get into that. So the next episode will be about urban legends and those that have become real or that are based off of real stories um, from somewhere. Or, um, yeah. So that's the next one. And I have a lot of – I have I more questions a, on urban legends than I do on I'm necrophilia. I'm so excited about that. Me too. So, um, that, that is an Eileen topic. Yeah. Um, I was so excited when you came up with that. Yeah, it was good. I got excited. I just wanted to watch, like, the movie. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. Well, and thank hopefully you. hopefully I have a voice next time. Yeah. You will. You have, what, two weeks till we record yeah. again? Yeah. So. this It sounds like we record really far in advance because we do, because we have busy schedules, so we get together when we can, and... Um, so by the time you're listening to this, we were probably recorded this like six months ago, but yeah. you know, better late than never. We're so. still figuring stuff out. Yep. Yeah. Um, but thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. Yes. Um, rate, review, and subscribe. Please if you subscribe. don't want to listen, can you just subscribe and like play it? That way we get <laughs> and hits. And just ignore yep. us. And uh, <laughs> put it on mute. Yep. Just tell your friends. Hook a sister up. Yep. Tell your friends. Um, follow us on the Facebook, Instagram. The Instagram. <laughs> the Twitter. The Twitter. Um, at True Crime Girls. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, we will also be putting up show notes for... Um, this episode, we don't have them from the last episode, but we will have them for this episode um, 
on uh, truecrimegirls.com. So make sure you go to that Yay. if you want pictures and just kind of supporting material to go along with this. Um, and next time will be Urban Legends. So until next time, thank you guys Goodbye. so much. Later, fuckers. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>